the PC Movie Club podcast. This is Mia Arro, and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. Hey, and we are still in Finland together, and uh, we have the opportunity to sit down on the table and talk about movies, which is really nice. And this time we are going to do something very special. We are going to talk about the, in my opinion, the actual first children movie that we uh, on our podcast uh, we we did a podcast previously about w- the wind rises from Hayao Miyazaki but i would say that it's not only for children and very mature movie stuff but this time we're going to talk about a movie that is very much directed for smaller kids called the son Sean the sheep movie by Artman Studios uh from 2015 so previous year and in Finnish called Latte Lammas <laughs> and it was directed by Mark Parson and Richard Starzak some very nice names and yeah this is a very and also very nice movie in the sense that it uh, doesn't contain any dialogue and it's a stop motion picture and I really don't know where this episode is going to go or how it's going to be like uh, <laughs> I I have to say well, from the very much, uh, from, from the very first beginning that I really li- I really enjoy Armand Studio films. I'm a huge fan of Wallace and Gromit and all Armand stuff that they do. They it's just a marvel to watch anything they do. I too I I like every one of them, and they, they, I just wonder: was it the first one where they had this, uh, where they, this was a complicated uh, w- makings of his waking up, and in the end he took the trousers. And yeah, the, you mean Wallace and Gromit in general? Yeah, is that? Yeah, well, I think that that's the thing that happens in every Wallace and Gromit film is that the, the one of the main themes or joke is that he's an inventor and then he has invented these complicated huge things around his house which is kind of a common thing in children's stuff apparently like because it is quite thing, these kind of things a lot related to children movies or tv series or cartoons and yeah and, and usually it goes wrong or something or like well not Wallace and Wallace is quite a good inventor so Yeah, he he wakes up and then he goes through these very complicated machines and stuff, and he jumps into his trousers and machine comes and puts his shirt on and stuff like that. So in, I think what that's what you mean, and it happens in every Wallace and Gromit. I think. Ah, yeah, yeah, it's not just one. Yeah, is so. Was it in this Wallace and Gromit movie? This uh, trousers. These are called trousers. Yeah, that it was in there. Yeah, like I think what you mean is Wallace and Gromit, the wrong trousers. Ah, oh, there is a movie like yeah. Yeah, it's called the wrong trousers. I think I and love that movie. Yeah, and I think that's also for me the my favorite Wallace and Gromit movie. Yeah, my favorite also and, and wrong trousers. Al- <laughs> almost every day I use that sentence: trousers, hose, night kutsutan hosuiksi. Yeah, yeah. Every time I have <laughs> to deal with trousers, I remember this sentence. 
Trousers. These are called trousers. Oh, no. Actually, this is kind of strange. I think what you is mean... Is it from Kummeli? That's from Kummeli. <laughs> it's not from Boles and Kummeli. But it mixed me, mix me with the trousers because he went into the trousers. So, so yeah. these are called trousers. No. Every time I see Wallis and Wallis, or is it Wallis, this man... Him in my eyes when I say hosu, näitä kutsutaan hosuiksi. No, no, that, this is very strange. So, Kummelit is a Finnish sketch show. It's a a very, very from the nineties. Yeah. It's a classic one. Some people hate it. Some people love it. Yeah. I think most. It's ingenious. Really. I, I, we love it. And there was this one brilliant sketch which was called. Um, uh, Tampaajat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's in, in English. It's t- t- tampaus. It's like to... Tamping. Tamping. Yeah, to press tamping. on the it's ground. Tamping. Tamping, yeah. You, yeah. You, you stamp on the ground yeah. with your feet and it's they made it into a sport yeah. that somebody has to stamp every square meter <laughs> of the earth. Yes. And so this, there's these guys like going very... And then they were... And then the joke is that they're like... Showing off their uniform, the sport uniform, yeah. and the 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 very delicate sport, uh, stomping shoes yeah. that are designed for stomping or yeah. thumping, yeah. and then and then they have these very uh, very carefully designed instruments that you put on your legs that are mm. called trousers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you yeah. remembered trousers and these are so my grandchildren have to stand it that every time I, I dress them with trousers I say trousers really? these are called trousers so they have to stand it because Funny, I love it. <laughs> that's funny. That's so weird. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that's Finnish sketch of Kummeli and and indeed that Wallace and Cromit one is really the best. Everybody still remembers the penguin, uh very sinister penguin character that was in it. It's one of the most sinister animated penguins I have ever seen in anything. And uh yeah, but that's that's about Wallace and Cromit. And Wallace and Cromit is the most famous Artman thing that has come out. Uh, there, Wallace and Gromit, the, the Were Rabbit movie was one of the highest <laughs> crossing stop motion movies ever made. And it's a masterpiece. In my, I, <laughs> yes. I still like to watch it over and over again. It's so, yeah. so funny. Uh, it's just a really, I think, a brilliant story and movie and really also like perfectly makes Wallace and Gromit into a motion picture. But the... Um, then there is Shaun the Sheep that I have never seen any. It's a it's a TV series mm. of sort cartoons. Yeah. That's why it's called uh, Shaun the Sheep the movie. The movie. Uh, yeah. Shaun the Sheep movie. No, yeah, Shaun the Sheep movie. Yeah, it's Shaun not, the Sheep movie. Yeah, not Shaun the Sheep the movie. Uh, <laughs> but, and and yeah, I I never heard about it or never happened to watch it for some reason. I've this, seen some this uh, series. No, I never no. saw it. I, me, I, me I, I've seen some Artman series. There's one where they interview animals. It's like it's very. It's just still images of them interviewing animals about <laughs> everyday stuff: worms, bugs, dogs, birds, what zoo animals, whatever. It's very funny, but yeah, Sonship I never saw so. And it is it is a wonderful in it in the technique of the stop motion animation. This is this is stop motion done really perfect. 
Mm. Wonderful. That is a, re- a good solution that they did. But a lot of work, I can imagine. Yeah, I, I, I read that they did every day. There was like about 20 animators or something even more, I think. I, mm. um, like a dozen animators doing it and they produced two seconds of film every day. Mm. That's how long yeah, it took yeah. to make the film. So but that's it, very common in stop motion animation that it takes a huge amount of it time. Need, to make it them. needs people who are passionate about yeah. that that thing. And, yeah, and that's the beauty of seeing the final thing and the beauty of Artman Studio that they all you can always see a, such a passion in their work. They are not Detail, just dude doing it, you know, like. Yeah. Um, Not hurrying it along. Yeah, there's a there's a real heart in mm. what they want to do, and no matter if the movie is necessarily good or something, you can always see a, a true passion of making animation, mm-hmm. and that they just kind of they, the characters kind of radiate love from yeah, their creation. Yeah, and they, they are they're very a, honest and true, and they're homely types of not anything yeah. fancy. So I think it's not only for children, this in a, uh, after all. Yeah. It's you can so much appreciate this as a grown-up. So and also the ideas in it. So you, you when you were watching it, because we have been now talking a lot about adult movies, like <laughs> the <laughs> like uh, uh, vampires and whatnot, and spy mo- spy thriller like uh, communism and all this that. That children may not understand yeah, in the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now, now we watched like uh, a children movie that are like the target audience is very much children. But there is, um, uh, so how did you feel it like as an as an adult? Was it too fast? Was it too childish? Was it too uh, too naive and too uh, like? Well, I thought that um, the the idea of well, I can understand that it's done from the series, so it's supposed to be like the main character, the Sean, the sheep. And the farmer and the dog. Yeah, but the Sean, the sheep, I'm talking about, because for me, in general, talking animals are out. Like, really don't care. You don't like talking animals? No, I don't. I, I like real things. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so this, and the Sean, the sheep is, but I can understand it if it's taken from a series. Serial uh, ah. uh, art. No, uh, then it's okay. Uh, no, it's, the idea is not okay, but it's um, to take it's uh, the, the the effect is that this Sean has talked himself into the movie. Yeah, okay. So from the series, <laughs> yeah, suddenly come as a sheep to talk, but. From the series, it he developed so well as a character, his character yeah. that he came a whole movie. But but the, the 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 no animal actually speaks in the movie. But he thinks he uh, the fact he that wants he, a holiday. He's a anthropomorphic animal. He, he's he's very human like. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's also you don't like. Well, when, it when, depends when, when, when animals I, are yeah, like humans. But it depends very much on the on the subject. That normally when suddenly when the, animals start to talk, I go out. Yeah, okay. So it's just that he wants a holiday. So that was the first thing I really, I thought that um, 
not for me that really. she was that a holiday. he was a holiday that idea but maybe that's the only negative thing and after that I was on the wagon okay <laughs> <laughs> really like I got it yeah I can I can argue that it I can understand that it can take like a while to get really into the meat of the story which is the city like that they the, the ships uh, get into the city somehow and it and it's and really they human that they be, start to dress as Mm-hmm. Uh, be human and uh, nobody notices that they are sheep yeah. that's well mm-hmm. it's a lot to ask from me yeah. to believe that <laughs> yeah. but it's really funny It's I go along the wagon after I got the first shock that okay sheep is asking for it. <laughs> so, it's a, so mm-hmm. um, it, and it's a very uh, um, simple story it's, it's a symbol. It is sheep, Sean, uh, wants a holiday, and by accident they make the boss this farmer. What was yeah. his name? It's just ah, a farmer. Yeah, he was a farmer. So they make him in his wagon, in the caravan, go to the accident. city, accident, and they cause it, these animals cause it. Yeah, and they goes to city and they go to rescue him and then and they bring him back. Yeah. In the end, he brings them back. Or he, but in the end, no, they are the him. marvelous in this film. One of the marvelous things is that the setting in the beginning, where the caravan is, the sheep are, and the farm, is that. And then happens all that story, and when yeah. it ends, they are exactly in the same place. Yeah, and stop. It's like a cycle. Yeah, that happens in a lot of. There are films like that. Yeah. Other types and other films, which is an interesting thing for me. Mm. I I have something to say about it later with the other movie we have. Yeah. No, completely something okay. else. But it's a wonderful concept. Yeah. Start from one point, come back. And yeah. The yeah. same point, exact and chop. Yeah. Yeah, you talked about it, especially with the writer that you you have been reading the. Uh, who wrote the 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 uh, which was no, I totally lost myself. Uh, Nabokov, the Spanish one. Which Spanish? One? Ah, the, you mean this uh, Saramago? Yeah, he no, does but, this a lot. Ah, but I have later and I okay, found another we'll one. Okay, we will yeah, go into Yeah, according to with the other okay, movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. It's a not used concept. It's with a lot used, yeah. very uh, complicated and intelligent people, it's used, and they use this in this very, mm-hmm. very intelligently, I think. So no wonder that this was nominated for Oscar. Yeah. Last year, and what was the one who won? I think it's probably Pixar or. Um, yeah, it was a Pixar, and uh, <laughs> this was uh, my wonder because Sean the she- Sean the Sheep movie was just right to get uh, even the price and there was also this princess kakaya was it no no, no no it was it was, was the ghibli's uh, the maria marnia was there uh, everything there. but i think sean the ship could have got it much better. but that is oscar so we don't go into that hmm. ah really you think that that this Son of the dead should have been the the best uh for Son of the dead Show the sheep. Show the sheep. Yeah, I said Show of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> because it's the same name, which is weird. Oh my god. That's the zombie movie. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that this could have got easily Oscar. Yeah, okay. It's so good. It's just marvelous. So, uh, now we have talked about all these um, techniques and uh, the script and all these things, but there are some interesting uh, uh, things in that uh, in that uh, happenings the characters there yeah. some which I especially like yeah, but there is the is the other that goes very deep into serious things so do you have any because this is a funny 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 movie you can enjoy Okay. Yeah, but I like I would like first to say about something was <laughs> the funny end before I go into the <laughs> deep pits. Of wow, everything. Did, oh, this sounds really, really deep pits. Yeah, okay, this sounds yeah. very interesting. Well, I I want to just say that because I I now saw from the the Oscar animated movies that it's very interesting that you say that Son the Sea was the one to get the prize because it was Inside Out that got the Oscar. Ah, movie. Inside Out, yeah. And then are... there was Anomalisa. Was also anim- the, in the same category and Boy, Boy and the World and When Morning was there, so it was a very uh, hard all year. All of them are very good. Yeah. I have opinion, which if I'm free to say my real opinion, okay. is that I don't like Inside Out. You saw it? Yeah. Okay. So did my grandchildren. Ah, they went to see it. No, they have it at home. Oh, okay, okay. They saw it at home. Uh, and we have several times and so on. But I don't go normally to say to anybody that I don't like it mm-hmm. because uh, I don't like that type. But maybe there are something in movies that you change your opinion. Later you can be different opinion. So I don't... Uh, that's not final. Mm-hmm. At the moment I haven't liked it. Okay. So uh, I enjoy movies like uh, uh, Sean the Sheep. Mm-hmm enormously really immediately and Marnie was there was surprisingly I was thinking that's yeah, no good but it yeah. was surprisingly mm. good and then Anomalisa is I think a band about yeah it doesn't see, it was a weird thing that it was just in the animation because yeah, it, it, it is an animation and it yeah. goes as an animation and it's uh, it's but that is something uh, I think out of the categories yeah so of course it is the the best ever but it's mm. uh, out of the categories I wouldn't put it with son the sheep or something. Yeah, it have to a, be put of course but it's a weird and what was uh, the other one then uh, it was the uh, boy in the world yeah I, I'm sure it's good one. I haven't seen it but yeah you should see it yeah I know I haven't go been able to get it <laughs> And well, I didn't have time to go and then to see. So I'm sure. Mm. And then about, I want to say about the farm. Okay. This, this goes in, in, in depth now. In Sean. This goes in depth into what you no, were saying. No, not yet. Okay, not yet. The farmer that he's, <laughs> he, I love him the way he looks. It's just a normal bunde. Mm. Yeah. But, um, farm. Yeah. The way he looks like, and the, he hasn't been made pretty or anything. Or mm. He's just a farmer with his business. Yeah, and he's wonderful how he looks like. And yeah, and he's quite. And a, the way he behaves. Yeah, and he, I think he's a nice character. He has. In, he, he doesn't really have any, like complications. Yeah, or, or history uh, or something. He's just a farmer, and he's just bored with his daily life, like everybody's bored. And wh- mm. which is why the sheep wants to have the holiday, but then. 
kind of in the end it's a happy ending where in a way and everybody it, finds each other again. He likes he likes his animals. He's yeah. fond of he's fond of his animals, he takes care of them and he likes the way he has chosen that life he obviously likes. Okay. So that's um Yeah. I wanted to ask you one thing, like because there, there, because we were talking about still like the the children aspect of the of the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, very shortly before we go into the in depth mm. analysis, uh, that uh, it 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 kind of reminded me in some ways of the way uh, the Simpsons used to do. Uh, Uh, episodes a lot, which is that they uh, there is a lot of popular references to different movies, and they took they take a lot of plot lines and story structure and details from other movies, and then it's kind of like a compilation of and homages homages to other kind of movies. Uh, like famously, they they made uh, one uh, whole episode which is basically Cape Fear, like oh yeah, did I yeah. have to. Yeah, and I I remember watching it as a as a child, but not and yeah, as, actually even understanding. Meant, yes, but I but every time they do these kind of references, it's immediately somehow iconic, mm. and you know that it's it from is somewhere. Like Darth Vader was, uh, yeah, Star Wars, exactly. Yeah, that I remember still. These kind of things, and I actually saw a lot of this in Show on the Ship. There's a lot of references oh, to a yeah. lot of movies uh, from Cape Fear also. Remember in the end when there is the there is the animal capture guy. Yeah. yeah. He he follows them to the farmhouse when they get he's back. He's called Trump. Yeah, and he he is hanging underneath the caravan, and then he comes out and it's from uh, yeah, it's from cave. Yeah, and then there is yeah. of course the cat in the prison who is a clear reference to Silence of the Lambs. And yeah, Hopkins yeah, character were, Hannibal. Yeah, I remember. And, I've noticed. And these kind of things, and and Reda Hayward, uh, the social redemption with with holes in prisons and stuff like that. It's like uh, full of. You, do you think also that them when they get into prison and then this homeless dog sleep comes out and helps them out? It's like from the. Uh, Counter-Kulkuri from Disney. Ah, yeah, it's it's uh, Lady and the Tramp. Ah, yeah, because they go into such thing exactly with uh, that uh, animal control work uh, who comes and catches dogs and yeah, exactly. There's very these similarities and and you can I and and when you when you see this kind of plot devices or details, they are immediately recognizable in a way that even for children. They don't know what Silence of the Lamp is, or mm. they don't know Cave Fear. But like I, when I was watching Simpsons, I could kind of when when you see a man coming under the caravan, there is something iconic in that. Mm. That it's kind of timeless mm. plot device in a mm. way that mm. suddenly he has been there all the time. Yeah, there know? is like yeah, and like the coffee cup in some movies where you see the water bubbling. Yeah, in, this this famous cousin from movie to thing, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, So you can you can you can even in Shaun the Sheep you can clearly see its how its placement in film history how it's evolving and kind of using it's, the films mm. over and over again and in that sense it's a beautiful and, and yes. it's nice it's beautiful it's part of the film history itself yeah and it takes part yeah and it's not always too much like the Silence of the Lamb stuff is 
these days very clear, but it's it's just in in the in the details. Yeah, and it's very nice. So, please. I uh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just my interest. I don't know if anybody else is interested, but I would interest most. Most interesting character in this film for me was this uh, Trampe, the overzealous animal control worker. The, yeah, he the was capturing all the animals all the time, and he was very. Oh, and he was doing a lot of Robert De Niro stuff from Taxi the Dri- Taxi Driver. He, Did yeah, you? he was in front of the mirror and he was like shooting himself, <laughs> which was Taxi Driver scene. They used that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so. So he immediately reminds me of many other films where there's a catcher, yeah. who's evil catcher. Yeah. And make, so that character is the most interesting for me to contemplate on. Yeah. Why would that person do that kind of work? Mm-hmm. So here we go into deep one. Okay. So immediately it uh, reminds me of Victor Hugo, the French classic writer who who is from, he wrote a book in 1862 called Le Miserable. Oh. The, the Miserable. Yeah, everybody knows Miserable. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very So classic. There, it's a classic, maybe one of the best books ever for because of that subject. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Sean, the sheep movie takes, is, is like Miser- Le Miserable. In fact, with... When you have this, uh, you have in Miserable you have ex-convict Jean Valjean, yeah, who is uh, stealing a bread and is put to jail. And when he comes out of jail, in the time when he was in jail, he had a jailkeeper called in, uh, Javert, a man called Javert, Javert, yeah. Javert, <laughs> and he's an inspector. He's a policeman later. He's born in prison because yeah. his father was a prison keeper and everything. So that's his uh, fate, yeah. this man's fate. So that's interesting more why a person would become like that. Like so. Yeah. so he's born in prison. Like a, he's always an outsider because of that. Yeah. He becomes. He never become a part of society. So he goes to be a policeman. And later when this Zavel uh, son is, uh, is uh, come... Uh, Rich, uh, wealthy man, and he's a town, uh, town's chief. Yeah. And later he saves a man from under a big carriage. He, a man is going to die under a horse carriage. Yeah. So he's is the only one who can save him. So he has to make decision to save him or to be. Uh, he's been uh, not revealing his past as a prisoner and yeah. stealer. Yeah. So he has to make a big decision, save a person's life or to uh, be revealed. Yeah. So he lifts, he's the only one who can lift that, he has enormous powers. Mm-hmm. And so this uh, Javert sees it and knows immediately that this is Jean Valjean. Mm-hmm. He, because he has changed his name. Yeah. yeah. So and saves the man's life, but the other one, and immediately starts to go after him, go, 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 like this uh, Trump overzealous uh, animal control work. Yeah. He goes after him like the Trump, Trump goes to, uh, after animals. He's like an animal to him. Yeah. Jean Valjean, this man. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I was thinking about it, and uh, 
This man is an absolute, <coughs> absolute person. Oh, sorry. He's a fanatic. Mm -hmm. He's an absolute, one type, cannot, uh, a fanatic. He's, he's, um, he's not simply a bad person, a villainous, mm -hmm. villainous person, but he's tragic in his misguided and self-destructive pursuit of, pursuit of justice. Yeah. He's misguided in that. And then it's tragic for his life. Why a person would be like that? So he's developed and he's like trapped himself in this character yeah. all his life. He blindly goes after justice, which is not really justice, it's do not you, moral. Do you think he feeds on it? Like he enjoys it, that he's proud of it, that he, he kind of lives after that character? No, he is. he don't think of anything. He's not. No, mm. that's the point even. He's, he has a respect for authority and he has a hatred of uh, rebellion. No rebellion allowed. It has to be authority, legal. He's very, he's very kind of integrated in the system and the yeah. idea of, of how, what Just are the, the laws and the rules and things and he, he go, go that everybody has to get in, in that line as well. Yeah, blindly like. Yeah. And straight line. Yeah. No thinking of... Uh, moral consequences or what good what is good what is better or even the best for him this is a verb would be to go to contemplate his own childhood and results why he would have been but you yeah. don't go probably so, not many people in that time <laughs> no yeah <laughs> seldom people go there yeah. are people like that so so um where we That's why that story is so famous, and because it's one of the basic things from people. Yeah. And it's a thick book, Contemplate Your Jean Valjean and this other. Yeah. How, how to... Because Jean Valjean is a moral person. Mm -hmm. He was stealing the bread for his mother and his sister who in the beginning. Yeah. They got to jail for 19 years for it. And yeah, it's a great uh, book and the story. Yeah. But and Javert goes, and you can't say he's not doing his job. He's doing his job. Yeah. Going after like this Trump overzealous animal control. Work. But in in that time, like it's also like probably not many people have had a lot of choices in where they are born and what structures mm. and what kind that of is mission and roles they are kind yeah. of get so into. Yeah. Exactly. Then we come to the point where. Now they've been starting to talk why a woman character. They keep comes more like woman character. They're always represented as good and nice and positive. So yeah. now there comes a woman character into discussion who is bad and evil and selfish. Like Sam Fadal. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, but selfish, mm. and that's not allowed. So now there's a new film now, uh, Jane Austen filmatization called Love and Friendship, yeah. where um, mother is really evil and not... And Jane Austen wrote that. Yeah. Is, who is a very moral person, really, really. And feministic, probably. Uh, well, what she, yeah, individual person. Then yeah. the 1800, middle of 1800. So... Woman can be just to be able to get what she wants in society, what she needs, and not to be pushed down non-stop by law and men and everything and all the 
habits. Yeah. So this coming, this, this it's very good that we discuss this thing. Whatever yeah. it is, I don't can't say if it's good or bad. Mm. But it's good that we discuss these yeah, kind yeah. of things. That there's not evil, bad, evil, bad. It's uh, exactly. many sided, and then I really feel that this Ravert, this inspector, would mm. have been good for him to inspect a little of his own life, not going after people like animals. Yeah. Yeah. So then we come <laughs> to to another point. <laughs> Now I got very deep on if somebody's listening as a children happy movie. So now no. we come to really cruel things here. But that's what Sean Sheep movie shows. Yeah? Yeah, it's the main character is Trump uh, over Silas Animal. Why would he be there? Yeah. So yeah. So then we have Hannah Arendt. Do you know about Hannah Arendt? I don't think so. No, yeah, I, no, I, I think a, I, I, I've heard about. She said she was a German uh, yeah, Jewish. Yeah. Philo- she don't say herself. She's a philosopher, but she herself don't agree. To mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So she was a professor in America because she had to escape from the, in the times, and uh, in the Nazis, uh, whatever. So she was a uh, professor in university, and they, she was asked by the New York magazine to write article on the war crimes trial of Adolf Eichmann when Adolf Eichmann was persecuted in Jerusalem in 1961 and she called she wrote an article called the banality of evil mm. I think maybe a book that came out of it or something because she was supposed to write the article about the thing and she went to Jerusalem and mm-hmm. did it and come but she couldn't she when she came back she's start to think that oh this is a deeper subject and yeah. start to write and write and write and it, and the people attacked her after that yeah. she's not right and I after she I, wrote the book Or yeah the article in yeah. the New York yeah okay. it was a series of articles and the first time the first one came out mm-hmm. she was attacked heavily in very suffering from evil things innocent person because yeah. by by the Jews. Uh-huh. Because she turned the subject upside down, and now we come to soon to Zavar San and Zavart, yeah. because um, there has been made a movie out of this, which I recommend, uh, called Hannah Arendt, yeah. and uh, it's co- it's done by a German woman, a director called Margareta von Trotta, yeah, and in 2012, 2012, and. Um, Barbara Sukova, who is a wonderful actor, actress, uh, German. Yeah. Uh, she's acting Hannah Arendt there. She's, and it's not a documentary, it's a film. Yeah, it's a dramatization. And it's a wonderful... I was trying to look for my book that uh, when I saw it, but I think I've seen it before, this book, and I... I because I remember something like that, I gave it five stars. Yeah. Because it's a fascinating thing, good acted. So... Uh, also in Rotten Tomatoes, it's got 88. Like, mm. Yeah, it's something. So anyway, what she found out in her mind when she when she went to see this, um, there is in the film there is some part is documentary of Adolf Eichmann's trial, mm. himself and the people. So there are witness. There's a witness there who tells about the horrors of the what happened. In, in in this 1961 mm-hmm. telling it, he fainted there in the documentary. 
while he was telling it. It's so horrible the things that were done yeah. in uh, for to the Jews. Yeah. It was horrible to see. I still remember that man fainting while he was witnessing what happened to him. Yeah. But so anyway, so I don't. I just watched it all through, and then they in the end they hanged him. But that was not so. But uh, that was the thing. Mm. And. Um, Hannah Arendt, everybody was waiting that she's telling the story, horror, 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 and this. Yeah. So what instead, what she did, she wrote that um, this uh, this um, man, this Adolf Eichmann, is just a pity clerk. Exactly what Hugo wrote about this Zavart, that it's a, he had respect for authority and the hatred of rebellion. He's an absolute a fanatic. Yeah. Without thinking, without mind. And yes. so he didn't have any passion of killing the Jews. He didn't feel anything. He mm. didn't have any. He just wrote, uh, he was a clerk. He had to, uh, he had a certain job mm. and he did that. And, and he said that, that, okay, I did only what I was told, like they all said. Yeah. But she, in fact, she showed that this man is um, not, uh, no. Yeah, it's it, not a passionate killer. Yeah, it is kind of sounds similar. So to Jews were horrified. This man is not a passionate killer when he killed in a horrible way. Yeah, uh, thing. So, in fact, he was not. It, she made it understandable, and she herself is a Jew, of course, and her relatives and so on. But this sounds very similar to, for example, like how the the discussions that were kind of went into in the documentary of act of killing. Yeah, uh, and that that people are doing their job, mm. and they necess- not necessarily understand what they are doing. They are blinded by that that fanaticism or totalitarianism or doing their job. You know, in yeah. a way, he didn't think he's doing evil. Yeah, I mean, it the banality of evil is the name of what Hannah Arendt wrote. Mm. So that's the banality of the evil. But it's not uh, like those uh, serial killers and people. Oh, I'm killing. I'm killing. So yeah, no. They're feeding from he's, it. Yeah, he's just a stupid man. He, yeah. In the end, what she wrote there, that this Iron I mean, is nothing. He's mm-hmm. just stupid man. We shouldn't pay any attention to it. Hmm. Yeah. So everybody got crazy about that and start to attack yeah. on her because because she's not saying that Nazis are evil mm. and that you know and we should keep it that way and they are like demons and stuff like that. Mm. That she was kind of look seeing looking the reality mm. behind the psychology of it. Yeah. So in a happen. simple way, when you have such a person who is an animal control worker, mm. in a simple story, when you have have him. He's the evil who catches the animals, and we are on the animal side. That it's not moralic to take these yeah. sheep into the jail. Yeah. And then comes a nice dog who helps them, and even the dog gets. He was a homeless dog, and the bus driver adopted him in the end. Yeah. So everything is so nice and well, and we got rid of that evil thing. Yeah, and it's not a, not making a mess of everything all yeah, the time. But nobody helped this poor Trump. He's in fact a poor Trump, a poor animal control worker who ha- who's lost in the world. He's lost in the world. I don't feel, <laughs> of course, he, I'm very much on moral side and I'm angry that he did that, that catch yeah. the animals. 
yeah. and the Nazis who catch Jews like animals. They, they thought yeah. they are, those people are not people, they are animals. Yeah. The same thing. And Savartes for this Savartes. Okay, this is very interesting. Yeah, but so I got into that, yeah. but that's my character who... No, no, it's, it's perfect. And I, it's very, very interesting. And well, still I think it's a wonderful, funny film. Yeah, yeah, but like, if, if, if I then like, analyze it with you, the, the character of the, the Trump that... Um, now indeed like when you when you talk about him I start like seeing all the details and the moments of, of his emotions how he's reacting to different things and in, indeed he's really fanatic mm. about his job mm, he's, he's absolute he's, he's really like taking it to an extreme mm. that he's like he has a gun and he's like even when he's alone he still plays that Like when he arrives with a car and he makes like this epic drama of, of capturing the animals. Mm. He's mm. like this cool guy uh, that he and he even thinks, you know, if, if after he has captured animals and he hears an applause somewhere and he thinks that people are applauding him. He's like totally in, in his, his own ego of, mm. of, of his job. Mm. And then he's when he's alone in his work, he's still acting that character. He's, he's like full of it. It's yeah. not even just... He's very pretending. poor, poor person yeah. in the mind. He's very poor. He's, he's been stolen all his humanity already yeah. as a child, I think. So but but the, and, and the interesting thing about like also if, if, if you see how he's acting in different things that he's also not only... Uh, Because we are talking about people going by the rules and also wanting to force everybody else into those same rules, mm. that they are like fanatic about it uh, and embark doing their job in that way. He's in a level of fanatic that he wants, like, because there are like moments in the, in the prison of the, of the animals, like he's proud of capturing as much animals as possible from the street because mm. that's his job. So he's really proud that he's so successful. And then according to the rules also, because there are certain animal rights, mm. there is one day, maybe in a month or something, that you can come and adopt an animal, like adoption day. And that he's so fanatic about his own job, that with, and this is part of his work yeah. environment, is the adoption yeah. day, but he despised this adoption idea. He doesn't want the animals to live, so he actually there is the stand outside where the the poster is for the day. Mm. He goes out and just pushes it away, you know, like so that nobody will come and adopt them. Mm. Like he dis he's actually kind mm. of he's he's actually kind of uh, owning a certain part of that in work environment for himself and not allowing any kind of other rules even to come into play mm. in there. Like he's. It's fun. It's interesting that he's kind of going against some of the rules of his environment that he should actually be part of because mm, he's this, not part of society ever. Yeah, and so this is interesting. Like, f f well, for me to to then think about in relation to the miserable and to the Hannah uh, Arendt. Arendt and the the, the Nazis because um, they were living in a time when they were more or less like very accepted behavior in a way mm -hmm. like in Germany it was very usual in that time to be anti-semitistic mm -hmm. and it was kind of around that time when they started the holocaust and everything people were very blinded by this mission and these things of doing those things 
just like in the massacres in Indonesia and everywhere, mm-hmm. that you didn't just think that it was something bad and and you were kind of just in the middle of, of a mass that was thinking the same way. Mm. And also in the miserable that you are which is even more the case of that, that you're just born into that kind of world where this is how the things work. I think like uh, there are not many human right activists or human right rules going to apply in this, but but in the Shaun the Sheep movie, there are animal rights. There, there is the society is not one way. Mm. The, the 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 Trump is not born into a society that is uh, monotonous of mm. of uh, totalitarian like Indonesia, or Nazi German, or the time of uh, Miserable. Mm. But so so he yeah. would have had more possibility of understanding uh, the the rights of animals. And when also, do they but make? But he doesn't. When do they make a movie where there's come somebody who takes care of that Trump and <laughs> bring him to the people and start with educate him out of that? And yeah. This farmer he lives in Mossy Bottom, isn't it a wonderful name? He could have, he could have Mossy lived... Bottom. So this Trump could have a part yeah. of that world. Yeah, live in the farm. When, when do they make a film work. of that? Was there ever a film of that? that they yeah. It's so complicated probably to get the person who's born to such thing. And he's, nobody's born evil. That's funny because it goes into storytelling structure. You know, like you mm. you either establish an evil villain mm. that, and if you establish like a, such a fanatic evil villain like a witch, like in the Snow White, mm. or Trump in this case, or any other like well, bad guy. It's not then it's Trump. We Trumper. have to be careful because Trump. we... we yeah, are, yeah, we are not talking about Trump. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's Trumper. So, which is funny that we are talking about a fanatic, but um, maybe there's a link, you know. No, it, no, it, there's it, no link. We don't go into <laughs> we that. Don't, there's we no leave link. him out. There's no link. So, um, if you create this kind of evil character, then if you establish them to be such a, in a fanatic state... It can be a hard choice then to to create like right in the end a change, mm. like you say that it's yeah, a hard no, thing no, to it, change. Yeah, like, it should be the whole movie. I think so that, about that subject. Yeah, It'd like be, like it. it well, that's what I mean. It it would be we like don't a turn suddenly. The, yeah, it would be like a cheap. A, it would be like a cheap turn in the story that right in the end. Like in the end credits, we see him happy in the farmer. No, like no, no. it would be weird for the character no, to do that. This is a very true film. Yeah. All, all of the Sean, the sheep is true, except that the sheep wants a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But which is the whole thing, in fact. <laughs> but so, um, but but then, um, so the what I what I wanted to say about the. The, the evil character is that then either it's like indeed you have like a character that maybe do bad things but he's you are making him very understand that he's not a bad guy like Nightmare Before Christmas for example is a very good movie about a complex character mm. who is trying to do mm. good and then he actually learns through the movie what mm. what he's his place and doing good and it's all about this but how to change that's, this is very that interesting thing. for me these evil characters yeah uh, there's uh, the problem of evil characters and there are I, I would really like to talk about some film like Cape Fear or something where there is yeah and what solutions 
because nobody turns suddenly good. So it's not uh, possible. Yeah. Maybe in fairy tale with yeah exactly that's that's the fairy tale thing but like but that's i i i agree that it's like it, it these kind of movies where we have just an evil person doing evil stuff and then in the end like in this movie he gets his you know thing and then he, we can get rid of him it's in a way cheap like we just exclude some character to yeah. be an evil yeah. and we don't give in certain kind of sympathy and then mm. we have created the panel penalty penalty of banality of evil yeah we kind of create that within this kind of storytelling and that's maybe the, and the, the, the lower and i want to point that this inspector javart is a tragic character it's a tragic thing yeah that somebody's like that yeah It's so tragic that this tramper is the way he is. Yeah. That's what I feel when I see that. That's a really, really interesting point that you yeah. made. I I totally kind of so so it's like um uh, uh kind of kind of came back into that, that that discussion about evil villains that I actually haven't thought about in a while and I didn't actually see it in this movie before mm. you now mentioned which is a really good point but yeah anyway I think that's about it that we uh, yeah do we have something light for the end <laughs> <laughs> um, so what about this Ardman animations that they, how did the name Ardman come Is it, it's not know. the name of the director, so it is the place where they live, or no, I don't what know. is Arman? Maybe that is something I have to special name. Have to research it, but it, it will take time, and we don't have the minutes to, yeah, yeah. to research it. But yeah, <laughs> well, how many points did you give? Well, I think I give it five stars. Oh, despite the evil character. No, that is a good point there. He's ah, using okay. it perfect. It's not. A, I don't see it as a negative thing. Okay. Part of them. Why else? Why else would that story happen? Yeah, I. I think I gave it like. Now I was thinking about uh, in 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 five stars, but now I have to think about it in ten stars because we have different point system. But um, maybe an eight out of ten. I re- I I think it it had some. Uh, <laughs> it it has so I think it has like some some um, faults. Yeah, like uh, sometimes some of the animation that I saw it the second time, there is some some parts that are not ex- like total perfect. But it's it's that kind of a filmmaking that it's, you cannot make it perfect. And they, um, I I feel like they put a little bit less. There was less production value than in the Wallace and Gromit very rapid movie, which was really like perfect. Yeah, that in, is in a, many ways. That, yeah. It was such well done movie. Mm. And here there was it was more low yeah, low fi. Yeah. Less, yeah. And but, but it's totally still, fine. I don't yeah. mind about it and um like it's totally fine. So Yeah, yeah, you see that as a top and this one is a little Yeah, in in terms of the in terms of the quality and mm. so uh so i but but it's it's still like 
amazing. Like and despite of the whole technical aspect, it's just I for me uh, for me the best part of the whole movie is the 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 lack of dialogue and that they are yeah. able to tell a whole future story without with just mimicking and body language and that's is I always put the my like biggest values to that that that's that's a real storytelling and that you can see where with yeah it's for everyone all over the world and it's from the smallest child to the oldest person yeah because of that no, exactly. non-verbal and uh, and and when because I I, I I live in Belgium uh, have been living in Belgium these past years and there I cannot see many non-English speaking movies because I don't speak the language but if there is an animation that is that dialogue everybody can go and see it mm, so it's very yeah. global and international mm. and um, and the uh, farm and the town and so on it is everything and you mentioned that it got in Rotten Tomatoes it got 99% at this moment so yeah. that's quite an amazing achievement amazing, amazing. <laughs> so it's I think there is not many other movie that hasn't got that kind yeah. of scoring it, in Rotten It's Tomatoes. like Victor Hugo gets five, uh, ten, hundred uh, percent, just in a book, and Hannah uh, yeah. Arendt. Uh, but this, yeah, yeah. So, but I think it's that's right. I think that's all for now. I think we can. We can recommend that. it to everyone. It's for everybody. You yeah. think? You to think? Have fun, a movie. You think Joel could like it? I think any child would like it. Yeah, it's not too scary or not too, like... Because we were talking about this in the Oscar podcast previously. We were ah. talking about... You were asking if if Joel, or my five-year-old nephew, can see this film, is it too scary? And I said, no, this is not a scary movie. Mm. And what yeah. do you think? Oh, no, it's not. Uh, no, it's it's good for him it's funny he's seen inside out and he likes it and uh, yeah and that's uh, dramatic mm. <laughs> yeah he likes Frozen too and yeah there are also William Good and things Frozen is also a good movie about that evil like there's mm. not like it, it's it's also like a movie about being an outsider and about how to mm. kind of find your way. Mm. Yeah. And surprisingly, the people like the other character that was meant to like be liked. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, how it turns. People, two people make the watchers make the movie. Yeah, and mm. I think it's really good way, way to look at movies when you're looking at the villains. And the, the villains way, seem to be really like one of the main. But yes. I, I think so, yeah. so. If we think about Joel, like if he, he sees it now, to show on the movie, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. So, and then he can, as when he's older and older, when he's 80, he can still enjoy that all the times he has seen shown the movie. Yeah, and different there are many layers. layers, and the old times are good when you see old. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, but that. That's it. Yeah, I think, so for the about sort of the So seat. thanks everybody. Yeah, for thanks for listening and, and see you next time. Yeah, bye. Bye bye. You have been listening to PC Movie Club podcast hosted by me, Aaron, and my mother Lisa. To learn more about our episodes, you can go to pcmovieclub.com and look up more content of our podcast, like for example a detailed timeline of the topics discussed in each episode. 
and a summarized list of the movies we mentioned, in case something caught your ear but you missed the title. Not to forget to mention, of course, our amazing unique cover illustrations for every podcast and article done by either me or my mother. The great guitar piece you heard under the sound effects and dialogue from a movie in the opening team was composed by a talented Spanish artist Javier Suarez, God, I hope I pronounced his name correctly, who offers original music through his website betterwithmusic.com to be used in all kinds of audiovisual projects under the Creative Commons license. So do check out his music. I hope you enjoyed your time with us as much as we enjoyed making it.